0: Good morning and welcome, it's that time once again, the Patriot Radio News Hour, where you get tomorrow's news, next week's news, next month's news, today. Welcome to Friday, I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. You know the number, and you know you need to call, 800 951 wealth in church real wealth not the paper stuff now the real stuff gold and silver legal lawful constitutional tender the website at allamericangold.com. Point and click if you don't want to call you don't even have to call anymore go right online order right online never talk to one of us ever again of course i'm so nice all right well I'm a legend in my own mind, and Arlene is really nice, so if you want to call, feel free. Uh, if not, okay, no worries, we got you covered. And what a Friday it is. Um, I, it's going to be epic. The the jobs number that came out today, and, and really all the revisions, all of the people that, uh, again, I don't know what happened. But uh, just picture, I don't know, maybe Tucson, I don't know, maybe bigger than Tucson, an entire U.S., you know, fairly large U.S. city just disappeared, uh, All uh, a pretty large U.S. city, uh, full-time jobs disappeared. There was a record broken. I'm not going to tell you what it is right now. But there was a record broken, and and we're going to get to that. We'll break down all the jobs, wages, all of that. Uh, trade deficit came in much worse than expected as well. Uh, it's going to set GDP back a whole bunch. Gold and silver are roaring, uh, and the Dow's roaring. Right, the stocks love it. Terrorist attacks, no problem. Missile missile launches, we don't care. Illinois, the state now. And I've been telling you, you know, you know. And really, quite honestly, this is actually more important than all of the lies and manipulation that they've been trying to spread about jobs. The state of Illinois is now one notch above junk status as far as their bonds go, the entire state. And the only reason, quite honestly, that They're not bankrupt. is because they know that they can always tax even more. And eventually that's going to play out. We're going to talk all about it. I've been telling you, and and, and now you're starting to see it. And listen, this is just the beginning. If you have a pension, if you're a teacher, if you're a cop, if you're a firefighter, if you're a government worker, I don't care what state you live in, The day of reckoning is coming. And we're, you know, we've talked about Detroit, right? We've talked about Puerto Rico. We know what's happened in Dallas and Trenton, New Jersey, and and, and, and Newark, and and some of these other cities. And we've seen the bankruptcies in, in cities in California, now you're going to you're going to keep seeing those but now you're going to see entire states uh, follow in the footsteps and listen there's only one thing to do cut benefits raise taxes cut and raise cut and raise and cut and raise and cut and raise and there's just no way out of it we're going to break it all down for you we're going to go through all of the numbers uh, the Like I said, today, obviously, the jobs, the number came in way under expectations. Uh, we're going to talk all about those things. But another thing also happened today. Deutsche Bank has now admitted that them, and along with all the other major banks, have been systematically manipulating gold and silver of course listen just like all the other stuff right they manipulated the libor rates. they manipulated all these the the trading and all of these things and now uh just it just hit the tape i want to say one of the deutsche bank bankers in malaysia or singapore maybe the philippines something like in the asian market has come out and admitted guilt and actually i guess spilled the beans on everybody and, and uh, I don't know what will come of it. I think everybody kind of is reticent that the banks have been lying, cheating, and stealing from us for years and years and years. And, and no one goes to prison. But it is worth noting all of these people for decades have been saying this has been going on. Singapore's based Deutsche Bank trader at the center of fraud allegations admitted guilt that the biggest banks in the world have conspired to rig the precious metals markets. David Liu pleaded guilty in federal court in Chicago to conspiracy to spoof gold, silver, platinum, and palladium futures, according to court papers. Bloomberg noted that spoofing involves traders placing orders they had never intended to fill in an attempt to manipulate pricing, and they said that uh, from 09 to 2012 is the period, of course, they've been doing, let's say, this has been going on a, a long time. They said Loon did knowingly and intentionally conspire and agree with other precious metals traders to execute an attempt to execute a scheme and artificial to defraud and for obtaining money and from, well, you know, essentially ripping everybody off. Pedro Radio News Hour, we're going to talk about jobs and really underneath the jobs. Patriot Radio News Hour. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. Our toll free number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. You know, and we've been talking a lot about soft data and actual data. And you know, soft data is is really nothing more than than you know calling somebody and them giving an, an opinion that may or may not be based on the reality, right? Uh, and and really common I- an example of that is them calling uh, the hiring guy at, at a company and saying, hey, you're planning to hire? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're planning to. Doesn't mean they're actually going to, but that's, that's soft data. Hard data is when you say, okay, well, how many people really actually got hired? So yesterday, we had a soft data number of 255,000, and I told you, you know, I kind of reigned all over that parade. Today, the the government came out with their, I guess, as close to factual numbers as you get from the government because they seasonally adjust everything. They said that the non-farms payroll employment for the month of May rose by only a hundred and thirty eight thousand in May. Uh, they were expecting a number close to two hundred thousand plus. And they revised down both Aprils and Marchs. Matter of fact, they took thirty five thousand jobs away from April. They, they reported 211. They said it was only 174. March, which was only 79,000, uh, they revised that down to 50,000. And you kind of average the three months together, about 130, which isn't great. Says that uh, economists, economists, please, uh, liars were expecting 185. Uh, despite the weaker job growth, The unemployment rate edged down again. We're now down to 4.3%. And you know what? It doesn't really matter. Make it any number you want. How did the unemployment rate fall? And and this is what I said. So that was the headline number. The jobs expectations missed, but the unemployment rate's 4.3%. That may be it. If you watch regular news, that may be all you get. But here's what happened inside of all the data. Average hourly earnings for the last 12 months, 2%. A little over 2, two well, they say 25 The problem with that is if you take out
1: CEOs,
0: just CEOs, that's it. That number doesn't even get you to two, right? You didn't, re- we know this, right? There is no wage growth, and this is the thing now from the federal, we, we keep hearing it. There's gonna be wage growth, there's gonna be wage growth, they're gonna be, and then I can't, come on, I tell you, no, there's not. There is not going to be wage growth. And finally, we got some details that are making more sense. So inside of the jobs numbers today, There was a huge drop in the number of full-time jobs. Matter of fact, the largest drop in three years. And this is what happens. As the, the government gets more facts into the data, they go back and they make adjustments. One of the adjustments made was the number of employed workers See, this is one of my favorite numbers okay we can say you created it doesn't really again it doesn't matter hundred thirty eight thousand four hundred thirty eight thousand it doesn't really matter because the number isn't real but in the report they said the actual number of employed workers fell by 233,000 so just think about you woke up today and 233,000 less people had worked than what they've been reporting in addition to that In the month of May, and and like I said, when they get actual data, they'll lump it into the month, so they put it into May. They said that the United States lost 367,000 full-time jobs. And they said that was offset by a gain of 133,000 part-time jobs. And so when you actually look into the real payroll data numbers that's the reality. And we and I've been telling you this for I don't know how long. Right? All of these jobs that they're creating and there's and I don't want to say that there's not jobs being created. There is. Waitresses, bartenders, here's part of the thing you have to believe in this 138,000. According to the government, you know how many retail jobs got lost? Right? We know, right? Retailers are closing stores by the hundreds and the hundreds. Only 6,000. That was the government's number. But when you get into the actual payroll data, we're finding out that it's a whole lot more than that. But nonetheless, that was one piece. How did the unemployment rate fall? How did we get down now to this 4.3%? The number of Americans that the Federal Reserve, and it wasn't obviously the the Bureau of Labor Statistics tracks all this stuff, that are no longer in the workforce. In other words, hey, I'm old enough to work, but we are no longer going to count you soared by 608. (laughs) thousand right i mean we're the fifth phoenix is the fifth largest city in the country and just phoenix only you know we only have like 1.8 million people in phoenix and then you throw on you know the scottsdales the mesas and all that and get to four or five million 1.8 million people in phoenix and the government said today Hey, we stopped counting six hundred and eight thousand people in our employment data, bringing the grand total of the number of people no longer into the workforce to just a just a touch under ninety-five million. And again, and when I, when we talk about you know bubbles, they're so hard to see. I can't find them. Right, Wall Street's up again today. Right, Terrorist attack. Wall Street's up. Illinois gets downgraded. It, none of it seems to matter. And then the, I, I can't see a bubble. Housing prices like in there like Denver are at all-time highs. I can't see any bubbles. They're right. They're so obvious and easy to see. So I told you. At the beginning of the show, there was a record set for jobs. The something that has never happened before. The Bureau of Labor Statistics, who tracks all of this stuff, they put they have categories, right? They they know, you know, the, what types of jobs get created. Right? We know how many uh, you know CEOs, we know how many accountants, we know how many engineers and we know how many computer geeks and we know how many bartenders and waitresses and all they, 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 they track it all. One category, just one has done something unprecedented and at an all-time record high for any job category since the Bureau of Labor Statistics has been keeping records. Through April of 2017, starting from March 10th, this streak is still going, the longest single streak ever from March 10th or I'm sorry, from March of 2010 through April of 2017 87 consecutive months of payroll gains and the winner is America's Waiters and Bartenders Congratulations! (laughs) Yes! The great job engine that could We need to be more educated. You got to go to college. You got to go into debt so you can become a waiter or a bartender. So you think about the history of this country. Never, ever has a category had 87 straight months of job growth. And it turned out to be waiters and bartenders. And this is what's going to save us, right? This is what's got stocks at all-time highs. <laughs> I mean, think about it. right? No wonder why Illinois broke. They said that according, listen to this, and it, it, it's fascinating. Not only is this category at an all-time record high, but they say that this one category, accounts for two point four million of all of the jobs created over the last seven years. Almost almost now now think about this. Of all think about all the jobs. All of them. One in six one in six Jobs that have been created in the last seven years were waitresses and bartenders. Welcome to the new economy. And you start thinking about why it is that we're sitting here and you you look at all of these numbers and nobody, no one can make sense of it. And I keep telling you that it doesn't really exist. Right when you when you don't count six hundred thousand people and one, boom, gone. Where did they go? I mean, I know where they went. That's six hundred thousand more people that are now going to get a government check. They've either retired or they haven't worked for so long that they're now basically becoming a full dependent upon the taxpayer, right? Those are the only two choices. But either way, they've become a permanent taker, right? There's givers and there's takers. If you're in the workforce in your work and you're still giving, Then they come in and said, you know, all these jobs we've been telling you about? Well, yeah, we we keep overestimating the number of full-time workers. See, we keep trying to pretend all of these jobs that we're creating are really good. But come to find out, they're mostly what? Minimum wage. And really, when you think about, okay, one in six are waitresses and bartenders. The retail streak just ended, right? That just ended not too long ago. Probably one in seven, one in six of the, you know, were retail jobs. Right? So now you're like, okay, well, well that's, that's a third of all the jobs. And you kind of get to where you understand why it is that there is no wage growth. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing
1: the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. A federal district court in Maryland ruled in April that President Trump's executive order limiting travel from six Muslim-majority countries was probably a violation of the Establishment Clause and subsequently blocked the order. The lower court said that statements made by candidate Trump reflected an animus towards Muslims, and thus, as president, he would not be allowed to protect our nation from possible terrorists with this travel ban. At issue is a mere 90-day ban on travel by citizens of Iran, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, Syria, and Yemen to the United States. One may wonder why foreigners even have a right to challenge an order of the president of the United States concerning entry into our country. Included among the plaintiffs were American citizens and lawful permanent residents who sponsored relatives living in one of these six designated countries for immigrant visas to the United States. These plaintiffs assert that they will be injured if their relatives cannot visit them here. But why don't these plaintiffs travel abroad to visit with their relatives there instead? Or perhaps, better yet, why don't they seek a waiver as allowed by Trump's second executive order? The Maryland court found that the waiver process imposes an additional hurdle to reunification of these families, and thus the court allowed the relatives here to sue on behalf of their kin there. In addition, the court found that Muslim lawful residents here could sue to overturn the ban based on fear, anxiety, and insecurity due to Trump's allegedly anti-Muslim views. As Phyllis Schlafly observed a decade ago in her book The Supremacists, textbooks still say that we have three balanced branches of government, but textbooks are badly behind the times because one branch has assumed authority over the other two. This overreaching in power by the judicial branch will not be rectified by appointing a few good judges to the bench. Instead, Trump's advisers need to realize that the courts will block Trump and drive down his approval rating again and again. Congress should simply withdraw jurisdiction from the courts over the travel ban. And Trump's executive branch should decline to enforce unconstitutional court orders that interfere with our national security.
0: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Illegal immigration burdens our schools and social services and opens doors to criminals and terrorists. Outdated visa programs divert jobs from Americans. PhyllisSchlafly.com chronicles these outrageous, unfair practices and provides answers. Go online to PhyllisSchlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Use words like, no, sir. "yes." You better get ready. I mean, facts are facts. The number of jobs seasonally adjusted was 138,000. Number of full time jobs lost, 367,000. 367,000 full time jobs lost. Actual workers in the workforce, down. 233,000. Which meant 134,000 part-time jobs were created. (laughs) Right now, hey, maybe the other 200,000 people retired. I don't know. Number of Americans that left the workforce, 608,000. can't spot the bubble, right? Wall Street's at all-time highs. There you go. Which one's right? There's only one right one. But as I said before uh, we got to the jobs, that wasn't the biggest news. I mean, as bad as that was. The big news, and this is kind of, again, this is leading up, and, and I'm trying my best to get you to understand. We are in the we are in the super cycle now. You know, when, when I used to talk about it, you know, you go back four years, I said, you don't know what's coming. Right? Now you hear me tell you about the debt over the, the debt cycle that we're going to face in the next in, in the next ten years. We are in the ten years. We're it's already started. And today, here's a, just it's just another way. Illinois had its bond rating downgraded to one step above junk by Moody's and S&P the lowest ranking ever recorded for any U.S. state let me tell it to you again the lowest bond rating ever recorded for any US state. It happened yesterday. Right? And we've seen like Dallas. Right? We've seen what's happened to the cops and the firefighters. We've seen what's happened to the teachers in Illinois. And we've seen what's happened in Newark, right? And 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 the first thing they do is they prevent you from getting your money. Right, that's the first step right all the cops and the firefighters in Dallas up until what four five six months ago could just say hey you know what just send me my pension just send it to me you know I, I'm forget about my, these monthly checks just give me the lump sum it's like playing the lottery well how would you like that would you like it to pay you over 20 years or would you like a lump sum payout Right? What does everyone tell you? You take the lump sum. That's the first thing they do. Right now, no more lump sums. Remember, they're doing the same thing with your IRAs and your 401ks. I don't know why you don't see it. Then they start with what? Then what happened? Well, I know we said we were going to give you 2000 a month. Uh, but we're going to, we're we're taking that down to 1800 I know we said your health care would be free, but uh, you have to start taking uh, 50 bucks a week. Right, then they go to the citizenry, you know what, we're going to raise your taxes, you know, just a little bit. Just a little bit. You know, 1%, 2%, you know, nothing not to me, but a little bit. Then a couple of years will go by what California did the highest taxes in the country. Guess what? They're going higher. SP warned that Illinois will likely lose its investment grade status as an unprecedented step for any state around July the first. This is remember what I've been telling all of you. How did you go bankrupt? Well, it was really gradual, and then it was suddenly. If leaders haven't agreed on a budget that chips away at the government's chronic of deficits, let me tell you how bad it is. The state of Illinois, there's $6 billion in debt. But the problem is, and as that deficit grows, they're also fourteen billion dollars behind on their bills. <laughs> That's twenty billion. Not to mention a booming pension problem that has now surpassed a hundred and thirty billion. Are you doing math with me? Now they're saying, hey, by July 1st, this thing could be in full-blown junk status. And the only reason, like I said, and I've been trying to tell you, these pension systems, and it doesn't matter, Illinois, California, New Jersey, New York, Arizona, Colorado, they're all Ponzi schemes. Right? I mean, the Ponzi scheme schemes, as long as we got more money coming in than we got going out, no one really needs to know how bad the books are. Well, here's the problem. They got more money going out than what's coming in. I can't even imagine what will happen if Paul Singer was right. Remember we talked about him. He's talking about hell. How bad would it be if, you know, just just without going back to like 19,000, would be devastating. Could you imagine what would happen at 15,000, 12,000? I mean, the Dow never retested its low at 6,700. They'd all be insolvent. Well, they're all, but here's the they already are insolvent. Illinois has not, by the way, you're wondering if Illinois can pass a budget? Illinois hasn't passed a budget in almost three years. Right? They've got the new budget year for 46 of the states, by the way, most people don't know this, 46 of the states, 2018, starts July 1st. On July 1st, it'll be three straight years Illinois doesn't have a budget, and the reason is simple. They can't pass a balanced one. <laughs> they can't do it. Because if they did, they would have to come out and say what? Uh, we're going to have to go to 20, 30% taxes. Could you imagine? And this is just the, the early years. Wait till the big wave starts coming. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour, 800 951 0592. Today's uh, just an incredible, again, opportunity. Yesterday we ran those AU5 Libs, and you could buy them for the same price as our regular ungraded uh, $5 gold pieces. Today I've got $120 Liberties and a $110 Liberties. These are uh, XF. So this is one grade less XF, and then the AUs, the next highest grade. These are XF. XF. Regular twenty-dollar Liberties are regular bottom line. You know, raw twenty-dollar gold pieces are thirteen hundred and ninety dollars today. By the way, in case you don't know, uh, gold's up uh, ten dollars. Twelve hundred and seventy-six dollars right now. I've got XF twenty dollar liberties at thirteen seventy five. That's fifteen dollars less that than our raw twenty. On the ten dollar pieces, I've got a hundred of those XF. They're also less. Those are at six ninety. So I've got 100 of each. If you want to mix and match, you want some 20s, you want some 10s, we can do both. If you want all 10s or you want all 20s, we can do that as well. When you buy 10 ounces or more, so if you buy 10 20s or 20 10s or more, I'll throw in the shipping as well at 800 951 0592 and let me just paint you the picture this is what's coming. Okay. And I told you at the beginning sometimes and the reason why people listen to this show is I tell you what's happening before you realize it. Sometimes it's days, sometimes it's weeks, sometimes it's months. I'm going to give you here's what's coming over the next 4 to 5 and really 10 years but this is starting to happen you're going to see more and more budget problems for the cities and the states you're going to see more and more downgrades we already seen a Puerto Rico bankruptcy I already told you Illinois is just waiting for them to go first you are going to see higher taxes from your states to try to offset their pension problems. Those of you receiving pensions, you're going to get locked out. In other words, no more cash up front when you you need it or want it and and be put on, you're only going to get the monthly payment. And then those benefits, those promises that they promised to give are going to be reduced. But not just once. You're going to see a pattern where every two to three years, here comes another reduction. right? Some of it may be, here comes more. By the way, for those of you still working for the city or the state, right? I'm a cop now, I'm a firefighter, I'm a teacher, I'm a government employee. You're going to continue, and I know a lot of you know this, right? raises have been almost non-existent What you pay in your health care is going to continue to rise. And I know a lot of you you out there, you teachers that listen, you firefighters, you cops, you're like, oh, that's already happened, Double. Where were you? That's been happening now all along. It's going to keep happening. The amount of your benefits that they promised are going to get cut, the amount that you have to pay for them is going to go up, and you're going to see it. And it's going, we're in this cycle every two or three again and again and again and again and again. And it's going to be a death, you know, death by a thousand cuts. This is what's in store. And the realities are because they made promises that based on the expert at Wall Street. That's why I said like, the Dow's at 21,000. And they're all all—they're all giddy. But for it all to actually have worked, the Dow's got to be at like 60,000 right now. They were wrong. Fiat money didn't work the way they thought it was going to work. Listen, this experiment has only been going on like right, full-fledged since 1971. And look at it. When they talk about unfunded liabilities, these are what they're really talking about is your ability to be able to live when you're older. And it's coming to an end. And you know what? And it doesn't matter. Oh, well, that's just the pension people, all of us that don't have pensions. Your unfunded liability is Social Security and Medicare. Same problem. And you know what the lawmakers' response is? Well, we just won't do anything. Look at Illinois. They haven't passed the budget now. In another, what, four weeks, it'll be three years without a budget. They've got a $130 billion unfunded pension obligation. They've got $14 billion in past-due bills, and they add $6 billion a year to their debt pile. And now we're faced with, what, the realities of there's probably no repeal and replace, right? That looks like it's dead now. Another another Republican senator came out and said, yeah, that's not happening this year. The tax cuts that we were all hoping for, they're not happening. We've got the debt ceiling. We don't even know what's going to happen. Who knows? That's, we're officially out of money in August. Patriot Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. Final segment here for the week. The second day in the month of June. Just a, really, you're starting to see everything kind of line up. Right? We're we're, we're going to, I'm still, I'm still there. Don't think we're going to get a rate hike, and and they have to see they've created this bubble. They know it. They don't want to admit it, but they know it. I I but I don't I don't know if we'll get another. one. I don't think we will. I I, I don't. Uh, th- even this number caught me off guard. It's, it's even it's worse than even I thought. But that isn't the biggest news. The bigger news now is is what's happening. With all the underfunded liabilities, and these states are running out of time, the cities are running out of time, and and the uh, especially you know the, all the teachers, they're running out of time. And the the realities are, the only reason it's not worse is because of the, the ability to tax. And you're just... It, it, there's no other way around it. H- higher taxes in your cities, in your states, and that's already been happening. There's, But it's going to gain momentum. That's, the, I guess that's the part I want to drive home to you. To, it's really going to start picking up speed. And then you start thinking about, you know, the, the economy itself. Right? And we've been, what, the second quote unquote longest running recovery in, in, in recorded history. Right? It's it looks like it's what? It's kinda of running out of steam and then all the thought all the things that we thought were gonna add to it right, getting rid of Obamacare, get getting the big tax cuts and all of those the Republicans just aren't on board. And then you kind of got to be, what, getting ready? Okay, how do I put myself in the best position? How do I prepare for what's coming? And the answer, it's always been the answer. It's been the answer for 5,000 years. Gold is what has buying power, always has, always will. It doesn't go to zero. Fiat money always goes to zero and it always happens the same way you just print too much of it and nobody wants it anymore and that's what debt is, right? You know, let's not kid us, what is debt? It's the printing of money that, that's what it is, When you start looking at, they've gorged us with it Do you know it, and, right, and everybody lies about it, hey Right? Hey, how's all works great? Yeah, everything's fine as they're getting ready to lay people off. Right? Right? How how how's how's the marriage? Oh, marriage is great as they're cheating on their wives. Right? Oh, how's the kids? Oh, they're doing great. Yeah, the kids are great. Pay no attention that I pay all their bills for them all the time just so they don't live in my house. Right? I mean this is this is really what it is. And this is how the cities and the states and the federal government act they act the same way. Yeah, it's great. Don't worry, don't do anything to prepare. XF twenty dollar liberties thirteen seventy five. That's ninety nine dollars over spot. Ten dollar liberties XF grade at six ninety, all last are regular ungraded at eight hundred. 9510592, before you head out of town, before you get out of the heat, call us.